This is Joanna Loman, and you're listening to Follow Your Spirit. All right, Spirit Family, Timothy Lawson here, co-host of Follow Your Spirit, here with my colleague and co-host, Jordan Small. Jordan, thank you for joining me once again. Yes, thanks for having me. Of course. Um, I'm going to start this off with some good news, Jordan. Yes. Uh, I just got the email today. The LeBay shirts are ready. Perfect. Yes. Uh, so as early as tomorrow, Friday... Um, they could be in my possession. If it doesn't work out on me picking them up tomorrow, I should have them sometime by the middle of next week. So at the latest, we're looking at sh- uh, shipping these out late next week, uh, which means all of the local fans should have them in time for the, the next home game. Nice. Yes. Um, yeah. Pretty excited about that. Um, look, a while back I did the math when it didn't look great, and it looked like they had a shot. Uh, I can tell you I haven't done the similar math, um, but I don't think I need to. No. <laughs> um, at just 12 points, um, you know, they would, have to, they would have to win their next four matches to even have the same amount of points as the fourth-place team has right now. Um. You know, and there's not a lot of games left to sustain that either, right? Even if they right. could possibly do that, uh, you know, they're more or less looking at a win out and even ha- and then get some luck on who who wins which games outside of their control. So, um, what I want to talk about is well, I'm going to reflect on the last game a little bit, and then I kind of want to start shifting our uh, instead of concentrating on can they win, uh, you know, where like where is the window of possibility, you know, where fans can still find excitement in the spirit right now. So let's start with the prior, the, the past game. Um, man, oh, man, did it seem like we should have won that game. Oh, man, it was, it was something, something else because they outplayed them for a good probably – 50 minutes or so and then they still managed to score there at the end and then from there it just kind of went downhill yeah i another game where every time the spirit went down went down the field i felt like this is this this could be when we score like i never i never felt like this every time they approached i always felt like it was and of course you know any fan when they're team has the ball you should be you know you're optimistic like oh this could be it but like they played well they're like you know you they it looked like they were about to score not just i was hoping they could score but like they looked like they were setting themselves up for a score and um again just just the finishing wasn't there um what i mean what positives other than that they looked good did anybody stand out to you i mean you know, once again, Steph had a great game. Um, I thought pretty much all the rookies had had good games. Ship looked good coming on or starting for uh, starting for the spirit here. You know, I looked at the team sheet and I'm like, that's a that's an interesting one. I thought for sure we'd see Shayna in that um, yeah. position, but I think Ship did a great job and she she definitely 
Calderon in there. And, um, you know, Caprice did a great job playing uh, left back. Uh, Jim talked about after the game that it's hard to make the decision between playing her or playing Coleman because Caprice gives them the attack the attacking side that they need, but then you have uh, a little drop-off on the defensive side, whereas Coleman is pretty much the exact opposite. Yeah. And it sounds like it's going to be a kind of a back-and-forth thing for the rest of the year, just depending on who they're playing and what they need out of that side. But um, he seemed impressed with Caprice after the game. Yeah. Um, tell us about the, the fan experience there. And I know you were there attending as media, but, um, for those, for those that haven't been to Providence Park, what's the, what's the atmosphere like? Let me just tell you, like, this place was something special. If you are a true soccer fan, that should be on your bucket list. I mean, that place is incredible and the fans are great in there. It's, it's always going, um, even when even when the spirit scored it it seemed like the fans were even louder to try and get their team back into it and you know when they scored that tying goal it was loud but when they scored that winner it went crazy especially because they did it right in front of um the riveters and it mm. it was something special um i just wish that f- the only thing that would have made that feel better is if it was grass and that stadium would be perfect yeah very well um what do you you know now that i think the playoff idea i think is has has escaped most people's uh minds um you know as a fan what are you watching for now what do you you know what are you going to be interested to see from here till the end of the season what keeps you engaged yeah, I mean, there's still some some great soccer being played by this team. And, you know, they aren't getting the results, but they're playing some very great soccer. And it's, at times, uh, beautiful soccer. And I asked LeBay after the game, I was like, hey, you know, how do you as players stay up for games where you know you're not really into the playoffs anymore? And she said... You know, you got a, the chance to play spoiler now. And I think that yeah. that's a huge thing is every game can be exciting because, you know, while you're not in the playoffs or you're not going to be in the playoffs, you still have the opportunity to ruin someone else's weekend um, <clears throat> and the rest of their season. I think that that is almost as fun as, as competing for a playoff spot. And, you know, at this point, you just got to kind of rally around the team and, and hope that, they play, continue to play great soccer and pick up uh, a few points here and there. Yeah, well, I'm, uh, well, I'm, well, I mean, it's it's what twenty four points uh, for Seattle in fourth place, twenty eight points for Chicago in first. That's the spread of the playoff teams. Um, New Jersey just behind that with one uh, one point less with twenty three. Uh, it's hard to imagine that the Spirit could play spoiler. 
uh, against North Carolina, but who knows? Have it with two games against them. Uh, they play them well. That's you know they could they could seriously drop some points for North Carolina um, in in a final stretch. Have to go back into Portland again. They host Seattle at the end of the season. Who knows what what kind of implications that game will have uh, for Seattle's playoff chances? And of course, uh, Sky Blue in Orlando, um, also Chicago. I mean, they're other than Boston. I you know they're playing almost nothing but playoff potential teams uh, moving forward. So. Uh, yeah, a lot of opportunity to play spoiler, a lot of opportunity to disrupt uh, a team's momentum. And, you know, if that's what's keeping the if that's going to motivate the players enough for us to see more soccer like we did last week, I will uh, I think fans will be just as engaged. Uh, the, the real fans, you know, the fans that have, that, that it came into the season still optimistic. They're going to be just as engaged as they were. The fair weather fans, obviously, are probably uh, the nail in a coffin was probably a loss in Portland. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, quickly, let's. I want to talk to you about um, uh, tournament of nations. Yeah. How do you feel? How do you feel about uh, about that tourney? It's it's a friendly tourney, right? It's yeah. uh, um, but one that has a lot of people excited. Uh, you know what? What do um, what do what do tournaments like this? Do you think tell us? What do, what, what what can they show us? Yeah, you look at the, I think a great example of how this tournament will go is very similar to the She Believes Cup. And, yeah. you know, that Now, this was, is in place of that, right? Or is it... it or it's, it's supposed to be the fall version of it, which I think is gotcha. they were upset that they lost. So they're just doing another <laughs> thing to try and get it back. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's, I think it's a great tournament. Um, you're playing... Uh, six, seven, and eight in the world in Japan, Australia, and Brazil, respectively. Uh, yeah, I think this is a great opportunity to, to show the game on the West Coast. They don't have a whole lot of teams out there, so to be able to play two games uh, on the West Coast, or two games in California, it, it just hypes up this narrative that there needs to be a team in California. Yeah. And it's this is a great opportunity because, you know, Australia and Brazil have so many players on their team that are playing in the NWSL right now. So it's also highlighting not only the U.S. players, but the other players that this league provides a place to play. And, you know, that's that's a great thing. And even even better in the offs or in one of the off years you're getting to play two great tournaments. And by the end of the year, you're going to play two through nine in the world. Yeah. And, you know, that's that's pretty good for a, an off year. And tournaments like these are going to get people, get teams excited to play you. And that's just going to make them want to keep playing the number one team in the world. Yeah, absolutely. Um you talk about you know a team out in, uh, getting a team out in California. I think Los Angeles obviously is the easy answer on what market do you think uh, could best support one. But uh, I also wonder if the novelty of having a professional team in a smaller market where the the local fan base is desperate for some professional sports, if if it wouldn't also succeed in a place like that. Uh, and I, I really think Sacramento uh, is a, is an area that. Um, could could benefit uh, from having another professional team there. They only have uh, the Kings, 
um, and the Kings aren't great, right? <laughs> uh, you know, so I, I think that, uh, you know, Sacramento, there's, there's plenty of markets around California that I think could really get excited about having a professional team, especially one that, that doesn't already have uh, boatloads of uh, professional teams around them. You know, men's national team, I guess, uh, a couple steps away, uh, a couple de- degree separation from talking about sp- the spirit, but I think we all enjoy soccer uh, inclusively. The, how excited should we be about that? Like, should we, do we feel more optimistic about the U.S.'s chances on a global, uh, global stage, or is, was the Gold Cup the right competition for them to beat um, and they'll go back and, you know, are we optimistic going in the next year? I think, I guess that's, that's the question here, right? Yeah, I think so. I mean, you got to be happy with the first few months of Bruce Arena's tenure here. I mean, yeah, he's gone 15 games without losing in the first 15 games. I think that's a great sign and, and consistency is something that the men need and, um, you know, I'd love to see the men climb up the rankings. I think that they have the potential to, and if they get all the right pieces together, I think that they could make a huge play in Russia next year. But, you know, they still have a long way to go before they're the the U.S. women, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right, we'll, we'll finish off with the spirit uh, before we close out the show. Um, I guess what's the right question here? Um, if you are Jim Gabera, are you starting to experiment with players and their abilities and their positioning and you know game plans um, for the sake of getting that information in a real in a game time setting, um, or do you continue with? the with the game plan as usual as as if you were still playing for wins and playoff and stuff like that i think it's it's a little bit of both you know you want to continue to pick up points you never want to be on the bottom of the table but at the same time you basically have to start planning for next year and this is the the time to figure out who you're going to keep and who who's not going to make it and you know, some of these players have proven that they can play at this level, and I think that you got to get some of the rookies a few more minutes. I think players like Ship will, you know, she finally got her minutes and and played very well. And then you have a player like Agnew who yeah. confuses the crap out of me because you would think that she would be up there getting minutes like crazy because. Next year, she's probably going to be an allocated player. And do you want her to... You want her to want to play in Washington. And I don't think sitting her all the time is is going to be the most motivating thing to come back next year. And as an allocated player, especially... um, I know it's happened as the American players, but you have a lot of free range on where you go. And that is almost like, does the spirit want to let her go without getting anything for her? And so 
that's that's going to be one of the interesting things to watch from here on out. Yeah, um, you know, knock on wood on um, on this, but you know, hopefully with limited turnover um, in the off season, uh, and by limited I mean it's sports, right? I right. mean we're not going to get a carbon copy of this year's yeah. team, and you, you don't want that either as a team. Um, you know, but limited turnover to where the chemistry that seemed to not be there quite yet this season has an opportunity to meld. Um, and just with more familiarity with each other, more unit cohesion, um, you know, Jim being more familiar with where players, where their strengths are, where they can play, what their minutes should look like. Um, you know, I can, you know, I think we all feel it and, and can see it that the spirit can easily bounce back next season and, and be a competitor again. Um, and so I think, I think, you know, that's a long ways away from now, right? It, it seems like right. the beginning of next season is a long ways away. But if you look at this as an extension of sort of the preseason into next season, you can start getting excited about it in a way of let's see what kind of team we can actually develop going into next season. Um, and I think that's where the excitement comes when you're a fan here. Yeah. Uh, all right. Any saved rounds? Final thoughts? No, not really. Um, yeah, me neither. Jordan, always a pleasure. You and I will do this again uh, to preview the upcoming match. Sounds good.